hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> hardworking, happiest place on earth, love and wife and co-host Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, April 11th. 2021 we got a lot of details about the reopening of disneyland this week and we can't wait to share them with you i know this is going to be an exciting topic to share with everybody and i know there's a lot of people out there who really want to hear about this and we've been spending the last uh, know since the details came out here a couple days ago 48, 72 hours, whatever, running through our brains, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how we could possibly get there <laughs> as early as we can. Uh, by the way, Disneyland, you know, if you want to invite us, we'd be happy to go and tell. Every- we'll do a special episode <laughs> just about our chance to visit Disneyland early. If you want to, you know, kind of bring us in, we'd be happy to do that exactly. for you. We kind of, we're that kind of giving people. We love to do that for you. Maybe we already are invited. It's a <laughs> maybe, secret. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Hush, hush. Hush, hush. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You can sign up for our newsletter, and it is an amazing newsletter that Tom puts together every week. It's a newsletter that I put out every week, but thank you for the compliment, my sweetheart. Uh, Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to be kind of in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world, know what we have going on around us, what we have upcoming. Sometimes we share some things with you first uh, when we have that opportunity. Uh, Please sign up for it. We just appreciate all of you that have and all of you that may someday. Right. Another way to kind of be involved with us is out on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. By the way, speaking of Instagram, we just were overwhelmed by a wonderful thing that uh, some friends of ours that uh, chime in with us very frequently on the show. They go by the title of Hakuna Matande. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Michael and Kelsey uh, Matande, and they just said the nicest things. They put us out like it's a Saturday showcase on their Instagram, and it was just the nicest things they said about us. So nice. Such great people out there. We really appreciate it and appreciate the wonderfully kind compliments. Um, it, it, blows us away yeah i mean they called us couple goals but you two are definitely the couple goals <laughs> you guys are wonderful you have a cute little family just adorable uh please follow them find them on instagram again it's at hakuna matande uh check them out they do great stuff out there and um again thank you guys it was just yeah, really 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 so, sweet. So sweet yeah so uh also we do have a youtube channel please find us on youtube you can just do a search for hyperion adventures podcast hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we put any new content out there on YouTube. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. We sure appreciate getting the emails that we get each week. It's so warm and touching to hear from you all. Uh, and we just want to invite you all to to reach out to us. Or if, again, if you have any questions about something we've talked about, uh, please let us know. We want to make sure we're covering the topics uh, thoroughly. Yeah. Questions, comments, topic suggestions, or if you just want to say hi, we always love hearing yeah. from all our Hyperion adventurers. Now, uh, for this week's show, obviously we got a lot to get into because this is all about Disneyland this week and the mm-hmm. reopening of Disneyland. We have a lot to get into for 
about that. And so we're going to discuss a lot about that. And a lot of other news broke this week from Disney. I don't know what was going on with Disney, but they put out <laughs> a ton of news this week. And we're going to try and get to as much as we can. However, I'm not going to preface it right now because I don't know how much of it we can get to because there was so much stuff. But we will definitely have uh, plenty of Disney stories for you coming out and after we get done with our main topic. Let's get to that main topic right now. So yes, we're very excited about this topic. We've been waiting for this to happen for so very long, over a year now. Uh, We will be talking all about reopening Disneyland, returning to the happiest place on earth today. We're going to go through and tell you what we know as far as fact-wise, give you some little tips that we might have that might help you out. Uh, tell you a little bit about what you might want to, uh, what you might expect based on kind of our uh, visits to Walt Disney World and what mm-hmm. we've seen from Walt Disney World. And, you know, obviously Disneyland and Walt Disney World are a couple different animals, but uh, there may be some similarities in what to expect out there. And we'll talk about that as well. Right. And we also are just going to talk about what we're looking forward to, right? Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you're right. They, Although the parks have differences, the Disney company's dedication to keeping people safe is consistent. And so we do expect to see a lot of the similar practices at Disneyland. Right. So we'll share what we know about that as well with you. So you can know when you do secure your uh, park reservation, your day to get to go and return to Disneyland or Disney California Adventure Park or both, uh, what uh, you might have in store for you when that happens. So uh, let's kind of get started here. We'll start with what we know. Now, I bear with us. This may be a little dry. There are going to be a lot of facts, a lot of numbers, a lot of stuff going on. So we'll try and make it as interesting as possible. But I think this is important stuff that people will need to know. Right, Michelle? Exactly. So uh, let's go through. Most of the uh, information we found out about Disneyland came this week. We received the details on Tuesday, April 6th. Uh, I'll go with just some of the beginning uh, details we know right off the bat is that uh, to enter the parks, you will need to be a California resident, at least to begin with. You will need to have proof that you live within the state of California when you get your uh, passes, when you get your reservations, and possibly uh, when you actually visit on that day. So be prepared for that if you're trying to kind of get around that at all. Right. And some of these regulations are are a direct relationship to California state regulations, not necessarily the Disney company. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, you will, of course, need a valid admission ticket for any guests that are uh, ages three and up. So Mm -hmm. be prepared for that. You will need a park reservation for that day that you're uh, planning on going to the parks, whether it be to Disneyland or Disney California Adventure Park. And the groups, at least to begin with, can be no more than three households large. So if you're forming a group that's planning on going to Disneyland, you can't have a fourth household within that group. It needs to be from three households. So just kind of giving you some uh, basic uh, knowledge on what to go. Now, uh, securing tickets and park reservations for uh, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park. If you already have a valid Disneyland ticket, uh, its expiration date has probably been extended. So uh, it may be available for you to use uh, coming here for the Disneyland. 
is for the when they open up the park reservation mm-hmm. system for Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, most of them have been extended through to mid-December of 2021 right. before we get to the holiday season. So uh, just know that. Uh, if you're not sure about your ticket, how long it'll be good for, um, or you know what, since there are there, we're going to go through a tier system that they have there, uh, what days it might be good for for you to use, you can go to Disneyland.com slash park updates to verify it and see what parks it is available for and when what days it might be available for. I will put that link in our show notes so you know where to go to to kind of check that out. For those of you who do hold valid Disneyland tickets, you will be able to begin making park reservations beginning at 8 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow as of recording this today on April 11th. On April 12th, you can start making those park reservations. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, another way that you can be looking at this um, that's very helpful is going on the Disneyland app. And you can, as long as you have those tickets linked to your account, you can review some things there and use that as your means of making some of these reservations. Right. It's a good good point. Good point from Michelle there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those of us who like us who currently do not have Disneyland tickets, we of (laughs) course uh, had annual passes up until they decided that it was time that we, you know, unfortunately with the circumstances as they are, they would have to at least put a pause in the uh, Disneyland annual Mm -hmm. pass program. We'll see what happens to that in the future. Uh, But if you don't have valid tickets, Uh, you will need a Disney account to purchase your tickets. So if you have not already signed up for an account with Disney on the Disneyland website or somewhere within Disney, uh, you will need to sign up for that before you even start to look to purchase tickets. Uh, You will be able to purchase new tickets on Thursday, April 15th at 8 a.m. Pacific time. At least they say no earlier than 8 a.m. Pacific time because, you know, there could be some computer glitches or whatever, but that is when they are theoretically going to be starting to sell those tickets. And then once you've purchased your tickets, uh, hopefully you will already have it signed into your account. Then those tickets will immediately link to your account or you can work to make mm-hmm. sure they're linked. And then you can make your park reservations for those available dates. Right. And I like how they're talking about the uh, rolling reservation process where um, it, what it sounds like uh, is that they will have some available to certain groups on certain days, and but maybe not exclusively all of them. So like if you're already a, a park ticket holder, uh, just because you have advanced opportunities to secure and reserve some park reservations doesn't mean they'll fill them all up with those individuals. Right. So this is stated on Disneyland's website that what they're going to do is to try and make it as fair as possible to all the different tiers that happen to have uh, those dates available to them. They're only going to sell a certain amount, at least to begin with, uh, to the certain tiers. So let's just say for opening day, those of you who uh, do have valid tickets or you know, and uh, the, is available to uh, be there for opening day. They're only going to sell an allotted amount, and then if you purchase tickets on the fifteenth, oh, you mean sell or park reserve? Park reserve. Excuse me. Thank you for uh, pinpointing that. Uh, yeah, uh, park reserve for that many on that day. Uh, then, if you purchase tickets and you're in that tier that is available for opening day, uh, they will have an allotted amount for you as well there. And then they'll go back and revisit it and see if they have any more spaces open. Probably not. But if they do, they will put those reservations out there uh, for others. And that goes for virtually every day. They want to be sure that no matter what your tier is, that if it's a day that you're 
you know, not in a blackout period that you will have the opportunity to possible, you know, at least they'll right. have some spots available for you. And then if they see that they are, uh, the, the, the passes are still available uh, for some of the ones that they've blocked off or whatever, they may open them later. So keep checking uh, to see if, if there was a day you wanted and it, when you first went on, it was sold out to begin with or the reservations were, were gone to begin with. Check back from time to time because they may open up. Also, uh, the rolling thing, uh, know that right now in California, we're a certain tier that... that only allows 25% capacity. That tier could change right. by opening day or soon thereafter. It could get to what's called the yellow tier. Right now it's in the orange tier. It could get to the yellow tier, which would open up 10% more capacity. Right. By June 15th, uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, has said that... California is going to be wide open at this point right now. So the, the tier system is going to go away. So theoretically, they could do 100% capacity. I doubt Disney does mm -hmm. that, but they could. So that may open up some more capacity as well. So just keep an eye on it. Things may open up if you don't get the date you want to begin with. And we'll, we'll discuss more about that when we get into tips. Now, oh, also I wanted to mention that if you um, uh, have theme park reservations you can start booking dining and activities on thursday april 22nd so. well 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 wait a minute does michelle know something that isn't stated on the disney website yes she does okay <laughs> uh because we are now right now as we speak holders of reservations at um, lamplight lounge for a couple dates in May. Oh, okay. Just in case we happen to be able to get in. <laughs> I don't know if there was a glitch or, or if, you know, if those are going to withstand. But right now, I was just looking to review some menu thing items and issues for today's podcast. And it actually showed some reservations. So yeah. um, not for opening day or for the Saturday, but Sunday. Oh, okay. So we may possibly, if we get the park reservation <laughs> for those days, we may already have a reservation. Thank you, Michelle, uh, for the Lamplight Lounge or some of the other restaurants that are open uh, throughout Disneyland that take reservations. So uh, the, like I said, I read that it was April 22nd. You may want to check right. and see. And we don't know, you know, just because it booked, they may like, oh, we need to cancel that. Right, out right. That it may have been an error. And right. it was only showing availability on days at Lamplight. None of the other um, restaurants were open. So I don't know if it just got opened early in error. And like I said, I don't know if we'll keep, keep it, but, um, if you're interested, you might want to try and can't hurt. Can't hurt. Yeah. If you want to try, think, you think yeah. you're going to plan on going or that you're going to be looking for when you get that chance to book your park reservation. Right. Especially even if it's not going to be when it, the park originally opens, initially opens. Like if you're looking to purchase a ticket in a tier that doesn't have that available to you and you're looking for a date later in May or June, um, you might want to try, uh, I know that they were go. It was going because, like, when I went to change to a different date, it had something that wasn't available um, anymore that I wanted. So, um, the tip there, I guess, is give it a try. Give it a try. It, it might. It might not. Um, Temper your expectations because yeah. it could go away, or they, they. It could be a glitch, whatever it might be. But right. But uh, if they leave it there, it's a give plus. it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? That doesn't now having a reservation at a restaurant does not right. guarantee you a park reservation. So know that going in as well. Um, and then eventually it's going to shift to where it's 60 days out that you can start making reservations for, mm -hmm. uh, for restaurants and park reservations for that matter. It'll be 60 day. There'll be 60 day blocks uh, is what they're saying right now for when you'll be able to make the reservations. Now, right now the calendar only is listed through June. Mm -hmm. So know that going in, we don't know what the expectation is for July, August, etc. So 
find out. Now, as for the tickets, um, they'll be sold at different prices corresponding to different tiers, and all those tiers will kind of have different blackout dates. Uh, Single-day tickets range for uh, range from $104 for adults and $98 for children. Those are tier one tickets to $209 for adults, $204 for children. For uh, Those are for tier five park hopper tickets, okay? So know that price going in. Now, some things you'll want to know about those different tiers is uh, don't plan on if you're not going to book a tier five that you can necessarily be able to make it in. Definitely not in the first couple weeks of the... <laughs> parks being open <laughs> right. or on the weekends. Um, uh, right now, like I said, we only have blackout dates through June at this point. If you want to go anytime within the first 17 days that Disneyland is open, and this includes Disney California Adventure Park, you'll need right now tier five tickets. That doesn't mean that they may, as they have rolling things, that they may mm-hmm. not open some things. But right now, uh, only tier five tickets will be allowed to make the early park reservations for those dates. Right. And I know this may, listening to this on a podcast may sound really confusing. Um, so they do have the listings on their website. But the bottom line, like like Tom's saying, is that your tier is going to, like we've seen with other types of tickets, especially at Disneyland, um, even for annual passes, which ones would allow full weekends or partial weekends and things like that. So here in Southern California, I think we're accustomed to that. We just didn't hear it called the tier Mm -hmm. system as much. Um, But yeah, yeah. the exciting thing was that they do have the information now that park hopping is going to be available from the very beginning, which I think that was not what was uh, rolled out initially at Walt Disney World. And that park hopping starts at 1 p.m. Yeah. And that uh, even for the cues for rise, that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk all about mm-hmm. that here in just a second here. It's a tease. Yep. It's a tease. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Um, if you want to go right now, as they stand right now, for if you want to be sure to go sometime within the first 17 days, or at least to have the chance to go, uh, you will need a tier five ticket. And that also goes for all the weekends uh, throughout uh, the, at least where, as far as mm-hmm. we know, to the end of June and some Fridays as we get later on in June, uh, you will need a tier five ticket. Now, once those 17 days are up, uh, you will have the ability to use some of the other tier tickets. Tier four uh, will begin with a couple of weeks where they will be good from Monday through Friday. That is until a certain park area opens in <laughs> June, which we'll be talking about a little bit later in this show. Uh, then it moves till Monday through Thursday for Tier 4 tickets. Uh, tier 3 will be available to use uh, Monday through Thursday through most of the rest of May. It will then switch to just Tuesdays and Wednesdays in June. So be prepared for that if you're getting Tier 3 tickets. And Tier 2 tickets will be eligible for Tuesdays and Wednesdays through the first week of June. Then it will be blacked out for the rest of that entire month, at least as things stand mm-hmm. right now. So you only have, if you're getting Tier 2 tickets, you only have a few days within uh, May that you'll be able to use that. Now, if you're trying to get the, the value tickets, Tier 1 tickets... We don't know. There's no availability for park reservations to begin with for those tickets. You just kind of got to hope and see. Now, the one good thing is that Disneyland, if you purchase those tickets, you're gambling on it and you don't doesn't come through for you and you don't get the chance to use them they will refund those tickets for you or you can put that money towards a different tier ticket eventually and use that instead. Um, they are also selling multi-day tickets, but I've been on, as much as I've looked throughout all the different websites, other websites that have covered it, I've been able to clarify what 
tier those tickets fall right, in. I know. Uh, it's really tricky. So you may want to just verify that with Disney when you're if you're making the purchase. Uh, those go for anyone anywhere from two day uh, to five day tickets that are single park, single day tickets, or or not single day, single park tickets or uh, park hopper tickets. Um, check with Disneyland. Uh, and they, we also don't know how good, how long those are good for, whether they're, you know, if they're only good for a week, if they're good for a month, we don't know yet. At least they're not listed on the website. So check with Disney on that. If you're thinking about doing that. Right. You know, probably by the day that they open the ticket sales and there'll be some more clarity to that. Um, you know, and again, just with the issue of park hopping, like we've mentioned in past episodes when talking about Disneyland is that the parks are so close that you really can easily go mm-hmm. back and forth throughout the day. You don't need any transportation. Uh, it's just a, a crosswalk away kind of thing. Um, or or how, what would you call that? The Esplanade. Esplanade, yeah. So um, there is some benefits uh, here in Southern California to have the park hopper. Um, but, you know, it's also a, a new experience and it may take longer to get through things. Uh, and get through attractions. There won't be fast passes either. So maybe doing one park on a single day and doing another park on another day is, you know, going to work for you too. Right. Park hopper tickets are obviously much more expensive. Uh, it is nice in Disneyland that you do have the ability to just walk right over. It's not like Disney World where you have to uh, find a form of transportation to get you from parks to parks. And mm-hmm. that it, it, it's not really... Uh, conducive to park hopping as easily anyway at Walt Disney World. Not that you can't do it, but it's a little bit more, there's a little bit more involved. Disneyland, you can just walk back and forth. Right. Uh, so it's a lot. We've done that over and oh, over throughout a day, gone yeah, back and forth. So many times. times. Yeah, we've put on a lot of steps on our, <laughs> on our little watches here or whatever, just going back and forth to the park, not even walking around each park itself. So, right. Um, anyway, uh, moving on to a few other things that we know right now, as I mentioned, uh, Orange County is a, appropriately in California's orange COVID tier. Again, that means that there will be a, a limited to 25% capacity and indoor dining will be also limited to 25% capacity. Uh, there is a chance that the county could reach the yellow tier before opening or soon thereafter. In that case, the park capacity will increase to 35% allowed and indoor dining capacity would increase to 50% mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, so just just know that going in. And as I said, June right now, they're saying June 15th, the, the tiers are going away. So who knows what happens after that? So uh, park hours for both Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park right now are set for to be from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, every attraction will be standby. The Fast Pass and Max Pass system will be temporarily suspended. Uh, and there also will be no single rider queues. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something to know going in. Uh, as M- Michelle mentioned, there is park hopping that will be available <laughs> if you have a park hopper ticket. Uh, you will need to visit the park you made your reservation for first. Uh, then beginning at 1 p.m., you can then shift to the other park if park capacity allows it. Now, uh, Michelle brought up an interesting point about park hopping and has to deal with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Right, Right, Michelle? right. So it, it is saying that you can start your um, park hopping at Disney California Adventure and still be in time to do the queue for the afternoon booking. So you don't have to, unlike uh, at Disney Hollywood Studios, where you have to have that park as your park for for the both the mo- early morning and the afternoon securing of the queues at Disneyland, that isn't the case. You can start in 
California Adventure Park. Right. If you are going to Disneyland Park in the morning, you will have the opportunity sometime in the morning. They haven't specified exactly when that will be. That you can sign up for the virtual queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Right. But if you are your park is Disney California Adventure Park that you had the park reservation for that day, but you do have a park hopper pass at 1 p.m., the other window will open up and you will have the opportunity, and you will also with Disneyland as well, Mm -hmm. uh, you will have the opportunity to try and secure a later uh, uh, virtual queue of a boarding group with Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, you know, assuming that uh, the, the... attraction is operating and you can get as many boarding groups as possible. So uh, very interesting. And that's cool to know. And like you said, that's different from what's going on at Disney's Hollywood studios right now, even though park hopping is available for those that have park hopper passes. Now here are the attractions that will be open and it's most of them. Are Um, you going to read them all? Yes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Because it's exciting. It's exciting. (laughs) Uh, Disneyland, Alice in Wonderland, the Astro Orbiter, Autopia, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, uh, Casey Jr. Circus Train, the Disneyland Railroad, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Gadget's Go Coaster, the Haunted Mansion, yes, <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones Adventure, It's a Small World, King Arthur Carousel, Mad Tea Party, the Main Street Vehicles, Mark Twain Riverboat, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Pirates of the Caribbean, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, Snow White's Enchanted Witch, brand new, just... Just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reimagined. Looking forward to checking that out. Uh, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Star Tours, The Adventure Continues, Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance. Yes, Tarzan's Treehouse, The Many Adventures of the Winnie, of Winnie the Pooh, and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room are all open. Note, the big one that's a, a, out of that one is mm-hmm. right now the Jungle Cruise, which I believe is going through that reimagining right, right now. Right, so that right. is not open currently. For Disney California Adventure Park, the games of Pixar Pier, <laughs> Goofy Sky School. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, The Incredicoaster, Inside Out, Emotional Whirlwind, Jesse's Critter Carousel, Jumpin' Jellyfish, Luigi's Rockin' Roadsters, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, Mickey's Philhar Magic, Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue, Pixar Pal Around, both non-swinging, and (laughs) Michelle's favorite, The Swinging. Yeah. Radiator Springs Racers, <laughs> Silly Symphony Swing, Soarin' Round the World, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, Toy Story Midway Mania, and Turtle Talk with Crush. All those attractions are opening. So if you're planning on going, you know what's there for you. When you're trying to make your, which plan you want, which park you want to go to, I just wanted to kind of let you know what you can expect when you get to go. Right. Very good. Cool. So that's all the facts that I know. Is there anything else you wanted to pass along, Michelle, uh, as far as what we know going in? Um, well, I guess one of the things is if you were previously an annual pass holder when uh, the parks did close and you are now considered a legacy ticket holder. So legacy you don't pass have holder. It, it actually is called legacy ticket holder hmm. on, on their website. Hmm. Um, but you don't hold a ticket. <laughs> but you are legacy. But that is what it says. How many actually hold a ticket anymore? As everything is virtual. I know. Is. That's right. That's right. Um, but they do provide food and merchandise discounts for now. We don't know how long that will stay in place. Um, and it's all based on the type of annual pass that you had before. So if you had one that you know was richer in their benefits, you're going to have a higher percentage of savings at for food and merchandise than if you were to have one of the more value annual passes. So um, it, for um, the merchandise, it's up to 20% off at Disneyland Resort theme parks. And 
for the food. It's up to 15% um, throughout Disneyland, California Adventure, and downtown Disney. Uh, and those food discounts, though, do not include alcohol. Yeah, very good. Thank you. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, another point I wanted to bring up is that uh, even though on the 29th, uh, Grand Californian Hotel and Resort, Disney's Grand mm-hmm. California Hotel and Resort, will be available for you uh, to stay there and make a reservation for there. There's Just because you have a reservation at the hotel does not guarantee you a park reservation right. for the day. So you probably want to make your, your ticket, your uh, park reservations first, and then look about hotel stays, whether, you know, if there's availability at the Grand Californian or if you want to go somewhere nearby. Right. Uh, right now, the Disneyland Hotel and the Paradise Pier Hotel are not open open at this point. So uh, just know that going in. Right. So uh, now a few tips for you uh, as you're getting plans to make those, uh, buy those tickets, make those park pass reservations, <laughs> uh, the, which will be tricky. Let's face it. It's going to be an interesting situation yes. when those come up here uh, this week. Uh, first of all, when you eventually go in to try and make your park pass reservation or buy your tickets for Disneyland, uh, make sure you already signed up for your Disney account as I already mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's going to make things so much easier for you rather than have to go through the rigmarole as you're trying to purchase the tickets. Right, if it's right. already done, you can do that right now. Um, take care of that early. Um, please uh, also have your group linked with mm-hmm. you going into it. It's going to be that, that's one more step that you don't have to worry about later on. But if you do get there and get your tickets and start making your reservation, they will allow you to uh, link your group. But it's just easier if you have that already ready to go. Uh, please be patient and flexible. This is going to be, there's such, this is going to be an incredible amount of demand for these tickets Mm -hmm. and it could be a little tricky uh, going into the day. Um, So it's going to be insane trying to get these tickets on. Um, The more flexible you are for your dates, the easier it's going to be for you. And don't just assume you're going to get day one or even opening weekend. It's great if you can, but the more flexibility you have, the more ability you will have to get back to Disneyland and the less frustration you'll have as well. Uh, If you don't get the date you want, keep checking back. We already talked about this a little bit. Disney itself has said this on the Disneyland website, quote, to accommodate as many types of ticket holders as possible, park reservations for select dates may be available on a rolling basis, end quote. And again, as Michelle mentioned already, that means that when they see that maybe not all the spots have been taken up by those tiers, uh, they may open some up for other people. And they also want to be sure they'll, they'll hold some back. So let's just say a day is available for uh, not only tier five, but tier four, tier three, maybe even tier two. They'll be holding an allotment of spots for all those tiers on that day. And then if they don't get used up, they will release those for some of the other tiers right. is what this sounds like anyway. Right, right. And also because of the fact that capacity may change as we progress through this, yes. we may see some uh, also some availability uh, pop open right. later as well. So keep checking back. If you don't get your desired date, keep checking back because you never know when you might see one available. Also, people can cancel the reservation with no penalty. Uh, so if they change, they get a different date, right. whatever. You could, People will be canceling their reservations. So just it, it's just worth it every once in a while just to keep checking back for that date you really wanted. Make that reservation for later if you right. need to. Uh, but if there was a day you really wanted to get to early and you unfortunately were shut out, keep checking back because it might pop open for Very you. Very good point. Yeah. Um, so... 
Uh, now let's that, that's the tips I have. Do you have any other tips that you want to share? Well, my tips really relate to actually the experience of going into the park. So I don't know if I did this wrong when you said about tips. Well, let's go into what to expect. And that maybe that's what we're going to talk about. Is it more of a tip or is it what to expect for people when they go into the parks? Tips. Okay. Go ahead and give your tips. <laughs> I think they're tips. All right. You tell me after I give them out. Okay. I'm sure. Michelle's tips are always the best tips. <laughs> So I'm sure these will be great tips. Um, well, first of all, is if you're looking for Dole Whip, it's not going to be at the place that you might typically go to. But don't fret. Uh, the Tropical Hideaway will have Dole Whip and Dole Whip products um, or food products. In fact, it's pretty much the only thing they're going to have. I mean, in the past, they've had snacks. Uh, right now, they'll just have Dole Whip, the Dole Floats, the dessert bowls, etc. Um, you know, plus bottled water and Coke products and things like that. So, um, but it's a great place and they'll have mobile ordering uh, for that. Uh, also, a, a tip is that the, you know, kind of going along with that idea is that menu items will be reduced at the restaurants that will be open. And so if there's, you know, something that you particularly love at, you know, like, oh, when I go there, I always eat this. Check the menu first before uh, even going. So you don't have that day of disappointment like, oh, my gosh, I thought for sure I was going to get this mm -hmm. and it's not even available. So, you know, having some familiarity with what they do have, um, you know, most of the uh, re menus that I've looked at, definitely scaled back, but typically have the main one or two items that that restaurant is known for. You know, for example, Jolly Holiday does have the combo with the grilled cheese sandwich and the tomato soup, you know, plus some of their salads and sandwiches as well. But um, something to look to because you might end up being disappointed if you're not prepared for that. And the other tip that I had is to take advantage of what Disneyland has that Disney World doesn't have, and that starts at Ronto Roasters. So at Disneyland, they have a Ronto-less garden wrap, which is a plant-based sausage and spicy kimchi slaw. Nice. I'm, I'm so glad that they're that they're doing a plant-based uh, version for, you know, it's been unfortunate for those right. that are vegetarians that have not had a chance to sample uh, a, a yummy, yummy Ronto wrap. Right. So it's right. nice that they're going to have their opportunity. And there are those that just want a little bit of a change of pace when they go out to Ronto Roasters. Exactly. And it's, it's not like it's just a salad on a wrap. It's actually, you know, um, plant-based sausage. So. Yeah. Perfect. Thank good, you. Good point. I think those are good tips, but they also, I think, are uh, also leads us into what to expect because those are things that you also uh, will need to know mm -hmm. what to expect when you're going. So again, a lot of this is going to be stuff that we kind of took from our visits to Walt Disney World, what we've seen from people who have gone to Walt Disney World and what's there. Now, Disneyland and Walt Disney World are different and also the states they're in and what they allow <laughs> are very, very different. Right. So be prepared. So what we're saying here um, could possibly be slightly changed when you actually get to Disneyland. But uh, here's some things that I think we can pretty much expect, uh, to, you know, either either way. So uh, first of all, obviously masks. You mm -hmm. will have to wear a mask when you go into the park. You'll probably have to go through some sort of temperature check uh, going mm -hmm. into the parks as well. Uh, masks, you made to make sure you have the appropriate mask that has at least two layers of fabric on there. There are certain masks that Disney will not allow you to wear in the park. Gator masks 
masks, for example, right. at least if they are similar to what they did at Walt Disney World. You cannot wear those in the park. So be sure to check up on what masks are allowed. You may want to bring a, a backup just in case mm -hmm. they say, hey, your mask isn't allowed. Also, a lot of times uh, there'll be some stands nearby that are selling some masks. That right. If they say that mask doesn't work, um, but you can go purchase one over here. Sure. Um, you can always do that. Of course, you're going to see social distancing in the queues um, throughout the park as much mm -hmm. as possible. They get prepared for that. Uh, there will be hand sanitizing and hand washing stations throughout the park. Those are always good things. Take advantage of those right. as often as possible. Uh, expect mobile ordering virtually right. everywhere now. That's a quick service mm -hmm. um, restaurant because that's just kind of what everything goes to. You won't be lining up generally is what I would expect at any of the, you know, regular quick service places, you will probably have to mobile order everywhere you go. Right. I mean, they really want to make sure that they offer as much contact list, uh, you know, uh, services as possible. Right. So. They, they no, no cash. Uh, yeah. So you want to have Disney gift cards. If you don't have a credit card on an account there, mm -hmm. something along those lines, um, that's they don't expect to be able to be paying cash uh, for anything at the resort right now. Again, contactless as much as possible. Uh, no character meet and greets. There will be character appearances throughout the park um, with distance photos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can still experience the characters, but it'll just be in a different way. Right, Michelle? That's right. And at... Disney California Adventure Park, they do have Marvel characters. They do have Marvel characters, and they mm. have a whole plan out for that, which is exciting as well. Of course, there's no nighttime spectaculars right now or parades. They haven't said so, but I wonder if there will be cavalcades like they are similarly yeah. to what's in Walt Disney World. We don't know. They haven't said they're going to have cavalcades. They have said that they will have characters uh, throughout the parks mm -hmm. that you can take distance photos with, um, but they have not said anything about cavalcades to this point as of recording this today. Uh, look for the lines to extend well past <laughs> their attractions. You know, I mean, I know Disneyland's queues are mostly outdoor anyways. It's just because the way Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park are set. Expect to see those lines go well down streets and everything because of the fact that they have to socially distance because of the fact that there's no fast passes. They will, they, these lines will expand and seem longer than what they necessarily are. If, if a lot of time says 45 minutes, it may look like it's two and a half hour attraction right. wait time, but it probably still is 45 minutes. Better yet, it may even be less than that because as we saw at Walt Disney World, they were padding their wait times a lot, somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes often. So uh, we can't guarantee that that would be the case at mm -hmm. Disneyland. But it, if you see a time that says 45 minutes, it could possibly be only 35 minutes or something along those lines. So just know that going on. Even if the line seems like it goes forever, it may not be as bad as it seems. Right. And if you're a fan of Disney parks and you haven't been able to go to one uh, with these queues, you're really looking for somebody, a cast member holding a, some kind of a banner saying it's the end of the line and that's where you line up from. So um, it may look confusing, but that's what when you want to get into a queue, that's what you need to look for. Right. And there will be a lot of spots laid out uh, with lines, kind of demarcations to know where you should stop. So you're six feet away from everybody around you. And some right. of those wind and they may look like it's more than six feet in between them, but that's because they want to stagger it. So if you're right next to somebody that even though you're not maybe six feet behind them, you're not, or not within six feet behind them, you're with, uh, farther than six feet from the side of them, right, essentially. Right. So just pay attention to those demarcations as you're in the queue. Mm -hmm. uh, you may also see some spaces where 
it looks like it's the end of the line. Like you said, look for the sign right. because they have to also allow for some space to allow people to walk through right. certain uh, areas. So they'll have somebody there kind of gatekeeping to, okay, now you can go to the next part right. of the queue. Is what and if not, the uh, people in line will tell you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to be embarrassed and accidentally get into that right. and accidentally cut, not like you're yeah. intending to cut, but you may be accidentally right. cutting and not know it. Yeah. You may think, wow, I scored, but... Really, if you're going to get in line, just look for a cast member to, to show where the line is forming. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. So bottom line, I don't know, do you have anything else of what to expect? Um, you know, I, not really too much different than what you're saying. Uh, the one thing that I, I noticed was they were having some table service restaurants available in both parks um, that, that's going to be available. And I think that's a good thing, too, if somebody's looking for you know, that option as well, mm -hmm. not just mobile ordering. All right. Uh, reservations for some of those may be scarce because mm -hmm. like I said, to begin with, it's 25% capacity. Right. Uh, eventually it might get to 50% capacity. Who knows after June what they will be. But uh, for the time being, it's it's probably going to be, you know, the reservations may go quickly. So if you're thinking about getting, if you get a park reservation and you're thinking about dining there, or you maybe want to jump on it ahead of time, mm -hmm. even if you think about it, because remember you can cancel that dining reservation uh, at least up to one day out if you don't get your park reservation for that day. Uh, you may want to jump on it as soon as possible. If you're really jonesing to get back to the right. Lamplight Lounge or Carthay Circle or whatever it may be, uh, once the Blue Bayou restaurant opens up again, mm -hmm. um, you may want to jump on that when you get the chance. So right. um, bottom line, it's going to be magical but it may not be the same magical you right. remember from Disneyland. So expect it to be a little different. Again, my, my key today, and you're going to hear this also in my tip later, is patience. Be patient with everything that goes on because things are going to be different. It's not going to be the Disneyland you expect, but it's just going to be good to get back to Disneyland once again. Right. I, you know, I, kind of going along with that and, you know, sharing from uh, my experience when we went to Walt Disney World, um, the more you can prepare yourself for the differences, I think the better situation you'll be in. Because if you're just planning like, oh, it's open and it's going to, yeah, they might have a few, you know, less food items and the lines will be long because of fast passes. There's a little bit more to that. Um, and really being, you know, again, what's important to you, maybe even making a list of what are the things that you really like to do and want to make sure you cover and then explore on their on their site uh, or through the app, what is that really going to be like so that you you are prepared for the fact that it will be different. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's a great point. So um, just be prepared for that. No, it's going to be magical. It just might not be the same magical you, you've experienced from Disneyland in the past. So right. Michelle, uh, prep yourself uh, mentally ahead of time. It's right. really good. And, and if you have little ones going with you, you may want to prep them ahead of time and let them know that you know, the, you know you're not going to be meeting Mickey. Yeah, right you won't be hugging any yeah. characters. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, if you're not used to wearing a mask all day, mm -hmm. um, it's it's something that you will take notice of during your your time there because mm -hmm. it's you will keep it on all the time, with the exception of you know eating or drinking. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm sh they'll have relaxation areas and things like that, but uh, it is psychologically, I think, for some people, something to prepare for that that's going to be uh, in place. Right. And you you can take your mask off momentarily when you're eating and drinking 
right? Not just talking about sitting in a restaurant. Like right. if you're sitting down and eating and you're in an active eating, of course you can, you can take your mask off and eat and drink. Uh, but if you're traveling around the parks with a drink or whatever, you can take a drink, but you need to step to the side, make sure you're distanced from everybody uh, and stop and be stationary. Then you can take your mask down, take a bite, take a drink, whatever, and then put the mask back on. That's just how the, the rules go. Right, right. And they do enforce them and you'll hear announcements about mm-hmm. that throughout the day and you know so again it's it's still a magical place but just realize that there are some things that are different because we are you know coming off of a pandemic exactly you're still still in the midst of it yes. by the way we're not done th- we're not right. through it yet we're getting coming there the there's, downside, there's light hopefully. at the end of the tunnel but we're not there yet so uh, so that's what to expect. Now, what are we looking forward to when we finally get to get back? I'm so excited. When we, Michelle, what are you most looking forward to when we get to get back to Disney? Um, it's hard to rate which one, which things I'm most uh, looking forward to, excited to. I did list five just because I think that's a number that <laughs> people tend to associate with. Um, so the first one, and I know this is going to be on your list too, but maybe for different reasons, is Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. um, with the new magic. You know, that was already announced uh, a few months ago that they, they have done some differences or we'll see some uh, additional spirit or spirits in the Haunted Mansion from when we last experienced it at, at Disneyland. And it sounds like it's going to be where the hitchhiking ghosts are uh, boarding with you like they have changed over at Walt Disney World. Uh, I, I suspect that's what it means, but who knows? There might be a surprise magic that I'm mis- misinterpreting. Mm, interesting, you know. yeah. Um, also looking forward to, as you mentioned earlier in the list, the Snow White's Enchanted Wish, the reimagined mm. uh, attraction there. Um, Disneyland Railroad, just to go along the entire perimeter of the park um, and just take it all in, I think will be really amazing similarly the main street vehicles you know hopefully getting an opportunity for that and uh radiator springs racers Mm -hmm. yeah all great yeah what about you uh for me you know there's something uh, look dole whip at magic kingdom Anywhere else in Walt Disney World is good. Dole Whip at Disneyland (laughs) is just a little bit better. For whatever reason, (laughs) I feel it's better. I can't wait to have a Dole Whip. I can't wait to get back in the original Enchanted Tiki room. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's exciting to me. A corn dog. A Disneyland corn dog. There is nothing like a Disneyland corn dog. For sure. A hand-dipped corn dog. For sure. The Matterhorn. Um, Say what you want about it. It's the original Disney Mountain. Uh, I can't wait to get yeah. back it on the It won't be a, on opening day, right. but shortly after. Right. I'm looking forward to when that reopens mm-hmm. and we get to that. Seeing New Orleans Square mm-hmm. again, which is always beautiful, and I love it. Uh, the original It's a Small World, and especially the facade of it. You know, right. It's just so excellent. As you mentioned, uh, Radiator Springs Racers, mm-hmm. even sitting at Flo's V8 Cafe outside there right. and watching the looking at the whole backdrop of Radiator Springs and watching the racers yes. go by and maybe having some breakfast or a bite later on right. or whatever the case may be. I'm um, looking forward to that. The Lamplight Lounge, which apparently we already have reservations for, <laughs> which is exciting. So just all of it. I'm so excited to get back to Disneyland. I've missed it so very much over this last year plus. I cannot wait to get back to Disneyland. Oh yeah, me too. And I do have a couple other little things of speculation. I don't okay. know if this is a good time or... If you- sure. 
So, um, you know, you mentioned about Jungle Cruise not being opened and that it's going through its reimagining phase right now. Uh, Just going through the different refurbishment dates on their calendar, it looks like that may be opening on June 29th. Mm, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So which is like a Monday, I believe. Um, so that's something don't hold us to that. That's right. Just what she's right. That just thinks. it's just what it looks like on their website. And and we've seen things so, you know, like the people mover who have had planned dates of reopening and it has for whatever reason has to change. So that might not be. But just for right now, it kind of looks like that. I, and, and the reason I point that out is if you aren't able to secure a, a park reservation early on, there are things coming up ahead that, you know, waiting might be beneficial, especially if, if you're not going to be able to get a lot of tickets. We don't have the annual passes right now. Uh, you might want to, for you and your family, plan to say, hey, I'm going to go more like in July or August because I know some more things will be available, some more uh of the attractions will be available. Some new things coming out will be available. And so it's an opportunity to consider, you know, when you're making your plans. Um, and I know, uh, I thought, I think you might've wanted to talk a little bit about Avengers campus opening. Uh, I'll be talking about that in a little bit. Okay. So anyways, just some things to come that, you know, some ideas associated with that. Very good. And also, you know, take note that, yeah, like I said, we are still in the midst of this pandemic. So, you know, there are still some restrictions out there. Uh, Eventually, as we get farther and farther into this, as more people get vaccinated, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe some things start lessening. So if you're concerned about that, you know, will my kids enjoy the park so much right now? Maybe you wait a couple months and see if things open. You may still get in there and you might have an easier time getting in there for that matter. Right. Um, and maybe some things are better for you. There's no guarantee of that. There's no guarantee when anything will return to normal in right. the world, much less in Disneyland. Right. But, you know, it can't hurt to wait a little bit if, if that's what your concern is. Right, right. And, you know, like like you're saying, as more things open up, I mean, as Disney is able to bring on more of their um, furloughed employees and cast members, I should say. Um, And just looking at Southern California, San Diego, as we're reopening, there are businesses struggling to get some people back. Um, Some people have landed other jobs or for whatever reason, choose not to go back. So when you're talking, trying to bring in so many people, it it will take time. And, and, you know, like you mentioned, the the word of patience is is the word of the day. Um, But magic will continue to be spread at well at Disneyland. Yeah. And I would suggest even though I mean everybody can only come at this point right now from within California. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be visiting from northern California or whatever and you need a hotel anyway. Um, that's great. But even if you're staying kind of locally, look, these businesses around Disneyland have been struggling for right. a while. Why not take the time and just, you know, have a little mini staycation night if you're going there anyway right. and, and stay locally or go dine locally the night before or both. Right. You know, even if you don't have a park pass reservation for the day before, you know, just one of you will get to the park that much easier mm-hmm. on the day of until you're giving these businesses that have been scuffling for a while right. a little bit extra boost uh, during this time. 
himself. Just a, just a thought. So yeah. anyway, we're excited for all of it. We can't wait to get back to Disneyland. Um, we will be trying very hard and we will let you know through social media this week uh, what we land and when we are, we are going to get the chance to right. return to Disneyland. Hey, Disneyland. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, if you have any questions for us leading into this or whenever you get your park pass reservation mm -hmm. as to what to expect, any questions at all, uh, please hit us up through either our social media or through our Gmail account and we'll be happy to answer them for you. Right. We look forward to that. We look very much forward to that. And that is our look at reopening Disneyland, a return to the happiest place on earth. Can't wait for Disneyland to reopen. I am so excited. Um, it's just going to be so much fun. It's just, it's just been so long. I know. I know it is. And, you know, it's funny because we're still in the midst right now of the 65th anniversary, mm -hmm. but haven't really been able to have that kind of experience of celebrating it at the park so looking forward to that very too. much looking forward to that so uh let's get to our disney stories of the week lots of stuff for you today i'm gonna try and get to as much of it as i possibly can without going crazy on our time here uh, and we're going to start with something we've already mentioned a few mm -hmm. times throughout <laughs> this uh that was big news that came out this week uh we talked about returning to disneyland well if you're planning that return for this summer we have great news for you, obviously. This from the Disney Parks blog. They say, as we've all been anticipating, they're pleased to share that Avengers Campus, mm -hmm. an entirely new land dedicated to discovering, recruiting, and training the next generation of superheroes, will open on June 4th. 2021 at the Disneyland Resort, obviously Disney California Adventure Park. Yeah, that it, it looks amazing, um, and it's great that it finally the the um, Guardians of the Galaxies attraction is going to blend in. It, it seemed like it was such a kind of a offshoot where it was located, and now it looks like it's going to be a nice transition associated with the Avengers campus. Yeah, that whole area is going to flow much better than yes. it did in the past, and uh, that's very exciting. Uh, they go on to say, at this fully immersive land inside Disney California Adventure Park, you will be invited to team up with the Avengers and their allies and live out your superhero dreams. Avengers, Avengers campus is comprised of several heroic locations, each hosted by different Avengers uh, to share their unique powers, technology, and knowledge with recruits. The first key area is the worldwide Engineering Brigade, also known as Web, it brings together bright innovators like Peter Parker, who we, oh, by the way, Tom Holland, right, re, uh, doing his role there for Peter Parker, who have been assembled by Tony Stark to invent new technologies and equip everyday people to become superheroes like the Avengers. Web will house the new Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, the first Disney ride-through attraction to feature the iconic, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. That sounds like a fun attraction. I mean, it sounds like it's comparable to Midway Mania type of thing, but it has a whole great storyline around it that is really in interesting and cute and i think it's going to be fun for everybody for sure i'm uh, very excited to check that out mm -hmm. uh as Ma michelle already mentioned the second anchor attraction looms high above the land guardians of the galaxy mission breakout a fan favorite that opened in 2017 this rock and adventure blasts you straight into the gardens of the galaxy story alongside characters from the blockbuster films and comics 
as you help Rocket bust out his fellow Guardians of the Galaxy out of the Collector's Fortress. It's a great attraction. The music is fantastic. Uh, it's It could be a little different each time you, you ride it because you might get a different mu uh, music. The storyline may change a little bit to go with that music, just slightly kind of the scenes you see. Right. It's exciting. It's it's Tower of the, it's similar to Tower of Terror, but just ramped up. On steroids. Yeah, to Marvel. So yeah, to Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, it's right. Fun. Yeah. And the, and the music is is like what you would expect that um, right. is associated with the soundtrack of the from the movie. Stry I'd had a Peter Quill's uh, yeah. you know, tape deck or you know whatever it is he might have. So, uh, Meanwhile, at a nearby ancient sanctum, uh, Doctor Strange will train recruits in the mystic arts by bringing this ancient sanctum to life uh, with powerful spells. At night, the area glows even more vividly with majestic colors and lights pulsating with mystic energy. So this sounds like it's going to be, and I think we've heard this discussed before, it, like the Jedi training academy right. essentially where you know obviously there they're taking younglings and training them to be jedi this will be dr strange training wow, them in the mystic arts in the world of marvel so that's kind of that's gonna be i, I actually i'm i always like watching the jedi you know training academy yeah. just because it's fun you never know it's kids so you never know what they're gonna do right uh, this is gonna be kind of fun it seems like with mystic arts there may be some things that play around them that uh, may come right. to life or whatever so it should yeah be fascinating i think to yeah watch. yeah and the cast members there, the educators are great. Right. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. But let's not forget there also is going to be plenty of food mm -hmm. at the Avengers campus when that opens. Uh, when it's, they say when it's time to take a break from the heroics, several new dining spots at Avengers campus will offer dishes that are rich in both flavor and storytelling. Pim Test Kitchen is a food innovation science lab where the food and drinks tell a story. Just as Ant-Man and the Wasp use Pim particles to grow and shrink just about anything, Pim Technologies applies this science to the creation of shareable bites, inventive entrees, and sweet treats. You'll be able to savor such items as the impossible plant-based large and micro meatballs with pasta <laughs> or the Pimini, a panini served by either by the slice or as a long multi-portion <laughs> sandwich. So that's fun. That I can't is wait fun. for yeah, that. It's yeah. cool. It's cute. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to see what else they have on the menu as right. well. So uh, adjacent to the Pim Test Kitchen, an oversized beer can overhead signals that grown-up beverage tastings are available at Pim Tasting Lab. You can order a craft beer ranging from a blood orange Hefeweizen to an amber lager or try one of the Pim Research staff's Pim Particle Infused Cocktail Experiments. <laughs> wow! That I sounds know. like a lot that, of fun, yeah, too. Yeah, that does. It, it really love the ingenuity and Imagineering staff put together. Uh, always an amazing experience for right. people. So. Very cool stuff. Uh, also, they, they have a couple other places that we didn't know about before. That they, at least I, I didn't mm -hmm. hear of it anywhere, of places where you can get uh, another bite as well. Uh, you also have the chance to visit one of the Avengers' favorite food joints, the Shawarma Palace. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Enjoy a shawarma wrap at this food cart, which is decked out with memorabilia for Avengers fans. Lastly, uh, Tanelier Tivan did not limit his collection to lovable misfits. He is also curating a weird and wonderful menu of intergalactic eats at the Terran Treats food cart uh, near the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout. So more things to sample. Right, That's right. That's great. I know. And looking forward to shawarma for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been able to experience that on the Disney cruise, but uh, this is it meets the uh, the theming of the movies when it had that uh, 
discussion about the shawarma, the shawarma yeah. going to get shawarma together. And so it's perfect. I mean, I, I really will want to try out the PIM test kitchen, but I love shawarma. Right now. I'm excited <laughs> to see what the, the, the shawarma, uh, the, the shawarma palace is like once exactly. that opens up for sure. So uh, they also go on to say throughout Avengers campus, superheroes will come to life in more exciting ways than ever. You may have heroic encounters with Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, the Dora Milaje, Black Widow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, and even villain, villains villains like Loki. Villain, yeah. he, sometimes. <laughs> Loki kind of goes where he wants to go. Sometimes he's a villain. Sometimes he's a good guy. It's yeah. kind of one of the reasons I love Loki. You never know what to expect from him, other than that he'll work for his own self-interest. But right. <laughs> Loki is great. Uh, some of whom are making their first ever appearances at the park. You may also even have the chance to witness Spider-Man swinging into action high above Avengers Campus with gravity-defying acrobatic, acrobatic feats never seen before in a Disney-themed park. Can't wait for that to happen. I know. We've seen some of the test runs of those robotics and it's it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's it like they're saying, it just defies gravity. It doesn't like when they're moving, it's like that shouldn't happen. Right. It's it's incredible looking, yes. and uh, I'm very excited about this entire land. We mm-hmm. are big Marvel fans here. I'm wearing a Marvel shirt today to celebrate it. Nice. I can't wait. And by the way, and so if you're looking to make those park pass reservations, make those tickets for Disneyland, like I said, June 4th or when this opens up. Now, the first few days are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right now, those are only going to be open for Tier 5 tickets. But, you know, right. you don't know what happens later. And eventually, uh, those may open up right. for other tiers. So uh, just know that going in, if you're hoping to get there on the first weekend and you have a Tier 5 ticket and you don't get opening day, if that's what you're shooting for, maybe you try and get in for opening day of Avengers Campus. If that doesn't work, it'll come around for you eventually. Right. It's gonna, it's exciting all the way right. around. And if you're not going planning on park hopping, that, want, that park... That part is in the Disney California Adventure Park. Right, that's correct. So know that going in as well. Good point, Michelle. Uh, Another thing that came up, and apparently this was, there was a teleconference with the chairman of the parks and Mm -hmm. Disney Parks and Experiences, uh, Josh Demaro, and uh, he showed a couple of, exciting things from what all reports are at the end of that teleconference Mm -hmm. to kind of break out all the news about Disneyland and some other things that are going on, including Avengers Campus. Uh, One of the things they showed apparently was like a 10 second video of a new audio animatronic that is a Groot audio animatronic (laughs) walking around that's kind of like the tween Groot walking around. So I don't think that'll be their opening day, but that seems like that's getting ready to come at some point. That's that's exciting. Mm -hmm. The other big thing, and this is not Marvel related at all, but apparently he, he kind of dropped the mic at the end of the teleconference <laughs> by holding up a hilt of a lightsaber and then igniting it. And it was like a real lightsaber, like it lit up, it extended, not like, you know, they have, you know, most lightsabers have the blade already attached right. or they have the extendable plastic things that right. you kind of flick and they go out or whatever. No, this apparently just ignited and kind of came out of the hilt itself. Mm-hmm. And he did apparently say it's real. Uh, whether that is for some sort of thing in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, more likely that is probably for Galactic Star Cruiser or right. Walt Disney World. Uh, either way, that's exciting oh, stuff. I, know, and I, I can't know. wait to see what comes of that when they eventually get to break it out for the rest of the public. Yeah, definitely. And one more thing about, uh, you know, the new portion of the park opening with uh, Marvel theme is uh, Disney, it looks like really, again, is putting you in a very immersive experience, mm-hmm. you know, just like we've talked about with Cars Land, um, you know, and and you could say Toy Story Land. 
Uh, but this one really seems and Pandora. Yeah, Pandora. Right. Um, this seems like it's following through. And I think that's what they're hearing people really enjoy is, is being a being a part of the entertainment, not just experiencing it. Right. So uh, really cool stuff. Can't wait for Avengers mm-hmm. Campus. That was super exciting uh, news this week. Uh, a couple other things they announced that were going to be opening up here uh, sometime this summer uh, that are out at actually at the Walt Disney World Resort. And we learned about a couple of those places this week, again, from the Disney Parks blog. Epcot is a park about people. This is what they're saying in the blog here about our hopes, our dreams, and the magic in imagining the impossible and making that a reality. That idea is at the heart of creativity and our inspiration for everything we are doing as the park undergoes a historic transformation. Transformation. This summer will mark another big step when they unveil the new flagship merchandise location called Creations Shop. Nice. Yeah, so that's going to replace Mouse Gears, I believe, mm-hmm. right there that used to be there. Uh, this shop features a bold, sleek design that creates a perfect showcase for... Uh, for the rich variety of items you'll find as part of your Epcot experience, it will be an open, bright, welcoming environment with huge glass walls that allow sunlight to pour in and make you feel like you're in touch with nature even while indoors. We are, uh, so they say, uh, they are using color ma- color materials and light in a new ways with some unique Epcot touches that connect back to the park's storied past while looking to the future. I love how they storytell. Yeah. It's just great. It's just great. I'm looking forward to seeing that shop yeah. and seeing what uh, how it's evolved mm-hmm. once it opens at some point uh, later this summer. Also, this is even better news to me, <laughs> is that adjacent to that shop will be a revitalized Club Cool hosted hey, yeah. by Coca-Cola, which will also open this summer. This will celebrate Coca-Cola in a fresh new way while keeping the fan favorite experience that invites you to explore tasty drinks <laughs> from around the world. This space will also have some new magic to bring the global experience of coca-cola to life for you so that's exciting because we loved club cool so much it's just it's a ridiculously simple idea that just is fun yeah if you've never been to walt disney world and experienced club cool what it is and who knows what the new uh, part of it will be when they reimagine club cool uh but what it used to be was that you would go in there and they would have like the soda dispensers there you know like you would go to any fast food place or whatever and they'd have little shot glasses uh, little tiny cups paper cups yeah Uh, and you could sample different types of coke products or soft drinks from around the world everybody's famous for the beverly which some people love (laughs) most people are like what is this you know uh but it was kind of an it one it was a way to kind of cool off in the middle of the day get a little sip of something but you got to try some really interesting beverages from around the world and it was yeah. a fascinating little experience yeah it was fun for and no charge by right. the way it was yeah. always free yeah so looking forward to that coming back yeah Yay. yeah that's really cool i i, I like cool, I said, huh? it's, it's cool. Really cool it's club of- cool it's club cool <laughs> Uh, another interesting thing that came out about Walt Disney World this week, and this didn't really specifically have to do with uh, Disney itself, but uh, Mears Transportation announced this week that, you know, with the Mad- Disney's Magical Express going away at the beginning of 2022, at the end of 2021, people were like, well, you know, what are we going to do now to kind of get to the Walt Disney World Resort? Right. It was always so easy to hop aboard the Disney Magical Express if you had a, a Walt Disney Resort right. uh, stay plant. Um, well, Mears, who actually was the people that handled all that transportation right. service for the Disney Magical Express, uh, they're going to be offering a new service apparently in 2022 called uh, Mears Connect. This service, they say, will transport guests to 
and from the Orlando International Airport and the Walt Disney World Resort. It appears that this will be similar to Disney's Magical Express, and they will even offer luggage handling once we can get back nice. to them doing that again. Uh, there will be a fee for this, however. Mm-hmm. It won't be free like the Disney's Magical Express. Right. It used to come with your Disney Resort stay. Right. Uh, this There will be a fee for this, and they have not released, um, released what that fee is yet. But I'm assuming it's going to be comparable to what you might pay, if not less than for a ride share. Right. Definitely less if you rent a car. Uh, but it's just a, another convenient way to get from the airport to the Walt Disney World Resort and back. And right. from the service that was providing that before. Right. And like you said, even though it's there is a fee, um, you know, one of the things that if you're getting a rental car and you're going to a Disney Resort property, uh, you will pay for parking at the resort unless you're a Disney Vacation Club member on Disney Vacation Club points. Right. So, you know, always, again, uh, when you're trying to figure out these things, do the math. Uh, figure right. out how much if you want to do this when, when we, once we find out what the fee will be. Uh, you know, if you're comparing that versus a ride share versus a rental car, uh, including parking, mm-hmm. uh, having to pay for parking, always things that you, you want to crunch the numbers when you're figuring out your Walt Disney World right. Resort stay and figure out which one is best for you. And sometimes it may not be the best monetarily for you, but it's the most convenient for you. And sometimes that's what you sure. enjoy. Well, that right. is fine. It's your vacation. Do with it as you want. So uh, finally, I want to just hit one more story here because I thought it was a fun exciting story and that is that a favorite disney character received a more than well-deserved place of honor on disney cruise line and we couldn't be more excited about it again this from the disney parks blog they said that captain minnie mouse is already making wishes come true for their newest ship on thursday they unveiled that this beloved character will come to life for the first time through whimsical artwork artwork on the bow of the disney wish that's so great it is so great it is so Amazing, and it, you know when you look at the picture, it's so cute, and we love that they're bringing Captain Captain Minnie Mouse into the the picture. There is something I want to show you. I don't know if you have Disney Parks blog open right now, but I want you to see who the author of that article was. Oh, I didn't notice that uh, yeah. Ashley Long. That was our cruise director right. from our Panama Canal cruise. Right. So I don't know if this is a clue to anything that she's involved, or it's just because you know she's not uh, participating in the sailings right now, or maybe she is. I don't know. But um, I thought that was interesting that she authored this article. Yeah, I wonder if that means that she is going to be the cruise director for maybe. the Disney Wish. That would yeah. be exciting for her. I That'd know. be great. Oh, I'm so. keeping my fingers crossed for that for her right. because uh, she did such great things for us on our Panama Canal right, cruise. Right, right. So cool. Um, anyway, uh, moving on with the story. The bow's elegant filigree art, a hallmark of Disney Cruise Line vessels, includes an intricate scroll work pattern reminiscent of the classic ocean liners of the 1930s, and the portrait of Captain Minnie on the Disney Wish adds just the right amount of Disney whimsy to the design. That's so cool. It is so cool. So cute. Yeah. Also, another cool thing about it is the magic of Captain Minnie also comes alive as they reach a significant construction milestone for the Disney Wish, marked by the traditional keel-laying ceremony, During a ship's construction, when the first block or section of a ship is lowered into the building dock, a newly minted coin is placed under the keel for good fortune. The coin created for the Disney Wish features none other than, you guessed it, (laughs) Captain Minnie. That is great. Minnie is is all over this thing. Yes, yes. It's been wonderful having Captain Mickey aboard, you know, the other you know, flagships of the Disney Cruise Line, but it's so fun to have Disney Mini too. Yeah, 
I can't wait to experience that. We're excited when the Disney Wish finally mm-hmm. uh, gets out there and we get to sail aboard her. We're going to look to sail aboard her as soon as possible. Um, that is great news. And so thrilled for Captain yeah. Minnie. It's well-deserved, long overdue. Very happy for Captain Minnie. So that's it for the Disney Stories of the Week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she has the best tips. Yeah. She has the best lists. She has the best research. What did I say? She has the best tips. <laughs> Let's get, to, not only does she have Disneyland tips, she has all the other best tips oh, as well. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Uh, so my tip of the week actually relates to Disney Cruise Line, you oh, know, and so, um, you know, it really relates to if you're traveling on the Disney cruise ship and you, let's say you have kids that are different ages and some of those ages might range outside of the three through 12 age group. That group can go into the Oceaneers Club and Oceaneers Lab. If, if your kids are outside that, though, they can't. And I know for some families that might be a little disappointment, but don't worry about it because they do offer open houses. And then at that point, any age can go into the Ocean Air Club or Ocean Air Lounge. They do list it on the navigator when that's happening. And that way, if you have, you know, let's say you're two-year-old or almost three-year-old, you know, feels a little left out, this is a way to get them be brought in as well. Um, And for you adults who want to check out what are some of the fun activities that are uh, provided in those areas, you get to try them out too. Right. And a lot of times when they do some of the more extended cruises, like the Panama Canal, like the transatlantic cruises, Mm -hmm. some of those that are, maybe there are a few, uh, quite a few fewer kids aboard right yeah a lot of times they have more open houses and right. the adults are playing in there almost as much as the kids because that's it's kind of fun it's a space that you don't normally get right. into except for to escort your little one in and out of yeah. you know so and they that's have some cool. neat activities yeah. for sure so uh great point michelle's tips oh thank you whether it's disneyland disney cruise line whatever always the best tips uh, my tip this week and again I'm going more for a feeling this week as far as tips. I, I mentioned it already. My Kind of the theme that I had going throughout the talk about Disneyland was mm-hmm. patience. You're going to need a lot of patience uh, going through the process of purchasing tickets. Uh, and that goes after you purchase tickets or if you're trying to get the park reservation or whatever it may be, it even goes extends to when you actually finally get to visit Disneyland Mm -hmm. again. Remember these cast members, they're just trying to do the best they can for you, keep you safe, but also trying to, you know, do some things to make sure that your experience is as magical as possible while still, you know, dealing with what's going on in the world right now, trying Mm -hmm. to keep you safe. So, um, just keep that in mind. You know, it, when things go wrong, they didn't probably create that problem. They, they didn't create the pandemic. They didn't create the need for the capacity shortage right. out there or the long queues or keeping your mask on or social distancing. Treat them with respect. Be kind. Be patient with them. If Believe me, screaming at them or screaming at anybody, you know, will not help things. It'll not smooth things out. Right. It doesn't mean that you can't be a little forceful when things don't go your way, but just, just peel back. Yeah. Be respectful. Peel back a little bit. Take a deep breath, whatever you need to do. And just remember that the person you're talking to probably isn't the person to blame for what's going on. And they want to help you as much as they possibly can. Right. And look for opportunities to do cast compliments yes. and, and tweet those out as well. It's really important to them 
uh, you know, one, just it's, everybody likes to receive a compliment, but within the organization, they really take those as important pieces of information about the staff, about yeah, the cast members. They definitely do. And remember, especially now, because remember a lot of these Disneyland cast members have not had jobs, at least not at Disney, for a long right. time, for over a year now. They've been furloughed for quite a long time. They're finally getting back to it. Um, so, you know, please treat them with a little bit of kid gloves. <laughs> Understand when things don't go exactly, especially to begin with, because it's going to be a little tricky uh, as they begin right. welcoming people back. Um, just kind of, you know. Just, it's different for them, too. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're, it's not easy for anybody involved here. Just right. know that going in. Don't feel like you're entitled just because you got that park reservation and you got that ticket through everything that day. Of course, there are things you were entitled to, but you're not entitled to the world. You know, <laughs> go in there and treat everybody with respect. And that should be the way you live your life. But especially when you go into Disneyland, just understand, be patient, be kind, treat people with respect. You'll have a much better vacation because of it. That's great. Thank you. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week. It's our 150th official episode. Now, we are going to be on vacation next week. <laughs> so actually, we've already recorded that episode. <laughs> but it's an exciting episode because we went back. We thought we'd revisit one of the episodes from our first 150 that, or I guess 149, that really struck you apparently because it's been far and away the most downloaded episode we've <laughs> ever done. And that is our five favorite Disney songs that made us cry. And believe me, we recorded this yesterday. <laughs> Trust me when I say we went through several boxes of tissues as we were recording a new updated version of that show. Yeah, it took a little bit of a lot more pauses again of, you know, with the sniffles and, you know, getting that that uh, heartfelt part of the episode through. <laughs> oh, there are several times that you're going to hear us going through that episode where we're as we're trying to talk. Um, but it yeah. was, we don't want to make it sound like it was all crying though. No, it wasn't. No. It, it was wasn't, fun. Yeah. Because not all, some of the, some of the tears are of joy. Right. Some of them are sadness. You know, it's, it's all a mix of these songs, but we had a lot of fun. And uh, some of you also chimed in with some of your uh, five favorite right. Disney songs or, you know, just single favorite Disney songs that made you cry. And we loved sharing that. And we love revisiting it. We're going to look back a little bit at the episode of the original episode, share our brand new list, which have changed significantly. Well, Michelle's did. Mine changed <laughs> a little bit, uh, but kind of go through because there have been some new songs added, some new movies, uh, you know, and, and as we've already said before, that a lot of times when we do our five favorite lists, ask us five minutes later and it'll be totally different. Yes. So. So that'll be a lot of fun. And we're looking forward to sharing that with you next week. So uh, we appreciate that you joined us this week. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another way is also to follow us on social media. We have a lot of fun on social media with a lot of you out there. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We have a YouTube channel where we release some of this content as well. If you just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have something else coming out there for you. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, feel free to ask us questions or give us some feedback. Another great way to give us feedback is through a review and a rating. And the most, most appreciated thing is when you tell a friend about our podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The easiest way to let people know that this podcast exists. So 
That's it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week, but we'll be crying a lot. Just be prepared for that. Not a lot. (laughs) I cry a lot. (laughs) Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.